You're listening to the Capital Minute, where we are teaching citizens about God and government minutes at a time. On this episode, Pastor Gauthier is concluding his answer to the question, Who are you to judge? With two additional points that will be both enlightening and challenging at the same time. So with that, here's Pastor Perry. The second point in a theology of judging, according to Matthew 7, 6, the very next verse in Matthew is that Christians must judge. They're commanded to judge. Matthew 7, 6 says this, quote, Do not give what is holy to dogs. Do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under your feet, the pearls that is, and they'll turn and they'll tear you to pieces. Well, you know what? Right after Jesus commands Christians not to be hypocritical judges, he commands them to make judgments. Wow, listen to this. You've got to decide what's holy and what's not holy. You've got to decide what people are dogs. (laughs) And as Pastor Matt Thomas says in his book, When to Walk Away from Toxic Relationships, he says, there's no easy way to say this. Even gentle Jesus is calling people dogs and swine. So you've got to make a judgment right there. He commands the Christian to judge what is holy and what is not, and who is dangerous and who is not. Because if you're encountering someone dangerous, which I just had uh, quite a tangling last week with some people that I finally just gave up and said, these just are, these are just brutal people. They are just dangerous. Um, and I'm just not going to engage anymore because, uh, they, they were turning and attacking me like a Jerusalem street dog could attack a, a disciple of Christ and tear at his leg or a swine who, who grunts, you know, kind of snorting and sniffing. I can't, I can't eat that pearl. I can't chew on that pearl. I can't smell that pearl. And then the swine attacks you. So Jesus commands here that we make judgments about who are such dangerous people and what things are precious and what things are holy. And if some things are holy, Nate, some things are not. And if some things are precious, some things are worthless. And indeed, we're commanded to do that. We are commanded to judge. So number one, don't judge hypocritically. You know, take the take the log out. Number two, we are commanded to judge holy things and swine-like people. There's just no pretty way to say that. And finally, in a quite similar way, Christians judge all things. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. The Apostle Paul says, But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. That Greek word in the New Testament is moria. That's where we, that's where we get moronic from. So you're talking biblical values. You remember our podcast on uh, do Christians offend others by getting involved politically? Well, the Christian worldview injected into the political sphere like it rightly should be. Some people are going to say, that is moronic. I had somebody post some of my ministry material. Somebody posted my view on some moral things and in social media. And they said, listen to this guy. What cave is he living under? 
Wow. Okay. Well, hey, it's foolish to them, but not to me because it's God's word. So again, I'll read the verse. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. Verse 15, but he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. Now, if your property is appraised, you're getting the value, the price. Appraisal is getting a price. What's the value? Well, when the Christian says biblical values in the moral realm about social issues, about marriage, about family, about sexuality, and many, many other things, when they're giving biblical values, that's a spiritual appraisement. The New International Version says in verse 15 that the person with the Spirit makes judgments about everything. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. So this is very similar to the words of Jesus Christ, who said, If the world hates you, know this, it first hated me. So when we're making judgments about the value of certain things, negative or positively, we will not necessarily be understood by those who are not Christians. We're not subject to merely human judgments. And the last verse, 1 Corinthians 2.16, says, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we, Christians, have the mind of Christ. So we who are Christians have the mind of Christ. We are following his way. We have a nature. He's caused us to be born again. So we have the sponge of our mind, so to speak, is fit and ready to receive Bible truth, and we do so gladly. So as the Christian learns values from Christ and the Bible, it makes him or her well able to judge things of the world in the proper sense. So how do we summarize all this, Nate? Well, it's been a mouthful, but let me just say these three things. Who are you to judge? Well, first of all, I'm not one to judge hypocritically, so I need to guard against such a sin. Secondly, as a Christian, Jesus Christ, my leader, commands me to judge holy and unholy things, dangerous people, as in distinction to safe people. And finally, the mature Christian judges all things. Who are you to judge? Well, I'm a Christian. And because of Christ's grace, because of a new life, because of a holy scripture and the Holy Spirit who guides me, I am well able to non-hypocritically make value judgments in life, which includes the political realm. So next time someone says, who are you to judge? I've got two pieces of advice. Ask them, why are you judging me right now? You could also ask them something like this. Hey, who am I to judge? Let me ask you a question. Is it wrong to rape? Is it wrong to steal? Is it wrong to murder? And they're going to say yes. And then just say to them, who are you to judge? And perhaps you can get them thinking from this hypocritical, one-sided, one-way valve of, don't you dare judge me, but I'm sure going to judge you. 
I hope this helps our listeners who care what the Bible says about God and government in their discussions in these very tense times. I'm Perry Gothier for the Capital Minute. From all of us at the Capital Studies team, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and applying the messages that you hear. And if you're a supporter of the Capital Studies ministry already, we sure are thankful for you. You are why we get to do the work that we do. If you want to find out more about Capital Studies, our mission statement, and how you can give, go to our website, capitalstudies.org. Bookmark it and share it with others. 